1: Welcome to the Ravens Press Pass Podcast. The Ravens got a 24-16 win over the Tennessee Titans in London. Big victory for this team. Here's what head coach John Harbaugh had to say after the win.
2: Uh, appreciate the uh, Titans. That's a tough, hard-nosed, competitive team, well-coached, and they played that way today. It was an exciting game, and uh, we're very, very pleased to come away with a win. I'm proud of our guys I thought our guys fought through a lot of adversity in that game, some controllable, some not. And uh, and they managed to find a way to close it at the end. The defense close it at the end with the stop down there uh, and then with the hands team to close it at the end. Offensively, to go down there and get that drive and get that three, that three points was massive. It's a massive three points uh, at the end there in that uh, final drive in the fourth quarter. So just happy with our guys. I think Lamar Jackson played, played one of the most courageous games I've ever seen. Uh, just continues to do that. So many areas that we can continue to improve, but so many individual efforts that I, we could we could run a list of here of guys, and I just did it in the locker room. So if you get a chance to watch that, you'll have the list. But I'm uh, proud of our guys. We're looking forward now to getting back home. We have a tough game against the Lions at home, who's playing very well this year, so uh, we'll be getting prepared for that. What questions do you have? Coach, congratulations on the win today. Um, just describe to, to us the feeling of the coming... Sorry, um, on the win, by the way. Thank you. Describe um, for the feeling of becoming the head coach to lead Baltimore to its first ever win in London. Yeah, that's a, it's a great feeling. It's better than the alternative by far, too. I can tell you that. Uh, it's a it's a, it's been it's a great experience. You know, it's it's a lot better when you win. I can tell you from experience. But uh, we're we're glad to be here. The fans were great. I mean, the fans are loud. I love the singing. Uh, I love the it was a loud stadium. It was like a home game. It was like an NFL game there. You know, as far as the fans, I thought they were very knowledgeable. They know the game over here, and uh, that was impressive to see. So it's just a very impressive crowd.
3: Coach, congrats on the win. Thank you. um, You've coached several different Ravens teams over the years. Uh, What does success look like when we're (laughs) mid-October at this stage for your team in 2023?
4: What does success look like?
2: Well, right now it's a process. That's a good question. And at this point in time, you know, it's an early season. No championships are won week four, week five, week six. Odell Beckham even said that earlier in the week. Uh, so we're kind of looking in terms of what are we capable of becoming? You know, we lost, we get lost some games we should have won. Uh, we, uh, we played good football on stretches, but we've made mistakes. We've shot ourselves in the foot way, way too many times. So what success looks like right now is heart, the ability to overcome adversity, to keep fighting to the end, find a way to win and make plays when it counts, and to keep improving. We keep improving. At some point in time, you break, you get over the top, you break out, and you start uh, winning by larger margins, and that's what we're going to try to do. Yes, you had a question there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think this gentleman would go first. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Uh, Did Clowney had a great game today, uh, getting two sacks? How would you describe his impact on the team, both today and more generally? Such a great question. I mean, you know, he's a guy that we didn't necessarily expect to have at the beginning of the season. We've been playing against him all these years. Always admired the way he played. His energy level, you can see it. I mean, the dreads are flying everywhere, right? And he's throwing his body around. Had the sacks today. Had the run stops today. Been a great addition to our team. I think he's another guy that was always a Raven and didn't know it until he got here. And I'll just add, the rest of the pass rush, too. Justin Matabike had a, did a great job. Kyle Van Noy did a great job. I thought uh, Michael Pierce and Broderick Washington were pushing the pocket really well. So just a lot of guys stepped up with that.
5: Coach, yeah, you've been here for a, a week. Uh, what have you learned about the, the squad uh, that you didn't know before? And what, what have you learned about yourself, maybe, as a coach uh, of the
2: pitch as well? Thanks. Well, um, I learned I could win a game in London. That was nice to know, you know. But I really enjoyed uh, Tottenham the, uh, when we practiced over there. You know, just looking at the facilities and having a chance to talk to their, their various staff members. The head coach was amazing. I mean, I really like that guy. He just He's really good with people, he really understands. You know, just how to motivate a team and how to build an organization. He's done it in different places. and I just was kind of trying to pick his brain as much as I could. And then all the people around him, the, 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 the performance people, were pretty special. Uh, we got to see the young players. You know, it's kind of cool seeing the academy. That's different than us. We have the high school and the college. You guys have the academies with the clubs. Talking to those kids, and they're kids, yet they're very talented, you know. So uh, I learned a lot about uh, how small our sporting world really is.
0: Uh Six field goals for Justin Tucker. Obviously, a few of the times you guys could have maybe forced the ball into the end zone. Anything you feel you need to work on offensively to convert some of those into, into six
2: points? Well, we really do. I mean, you know, the best way to put it in the end zone, the red zone, is to run it in. You know, we haven't been as successful the last two weeks as we were the first three weeks. So, um, all the, and that's kind of how it works. It's a week-to-week league, but you know, we've got a quarterback that can that can do a lot of things in the red zone. That can make plays in the red zone. We have receivers that do it. We're capable of it. I'm really thankful for Justin. He made all those kicks. It's probably fun for the, the crowd here to see, but we need to we need to score points. That could have been a big, could have been a much more comfortable game for us if we'd done that. Yes. Congrats. Um, Thank you. Can you expand a little
4: bit more on uh, Lamar Jackson's performance uh,
2: today? Right. Well, I, I just think like he made some throws, but more than that, you know, there was some some situations where guys were covered a little bit, you know, and it wasn't easy. That's a really good defense they were playing against. Kept plays alive. A couple critical first downs. I thought the seam route up the right side in the fourth quarter to Mark Andrews, to see that route, put that random money. Of course, Mark made a great play on it. That was a, a game-changing, ceiling play right there. Without that play, it's a completely different game. So uh, the runs that he made uh, were pretty phenomenal.
4: Like you said, you know, finishing the game, you know, both sides of the ball kind of finished the game You know, after the tough loss. To see him finish that way when it, the game got pretty tight, what does that kind of say about the improvements that the seam is making?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, we've talked a lot about closing games out, you know, becoming closers. You know, we talked about the Orioles a little bit with that, you know, how they were able to close games out this year, and that's something that we're striving to do on both sides of the ball. We're not quite as good as we need to be yet. I thought our defense made a, a, a really, our defense played good throughout the game. I mean, the only first downs they really had were the penalties, which we had too many of, uh, and I'm probably not going to comment too much on today, uh, when asked about. But um, I'm, I'm proud of our defense for getting that last stop. Good. Say that again. Say flowers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great question. For Zay, Zay's obviously made so many uh, nice plays for us, and didn't have a touchdown yet. He's only a rookie, but we're pretty far into the season. It took Game Six for him to get his first touchdown. To see it, I just had visions of, of, of future touchdowns. You know, when I saw that, I was like, okay, now it's it's like the analogy my dad always makes. It's like uh, olives. You ever open up an olive jar? And you open, it and you go like that, and what happens with an olive jar? Do the olives just come pouring out? They don't, right? They don't come out. What do you got to do? You got to get the first one out, right? Then once you get the first one out, the rest of them pour out. So, hopefully, that was Zay's first olive, and there'll be many more to come.
3: John, um, how difficult was it towards the end of the game? I mean, I think you're down four or five defensive players just with the personnel, and also, if you have any updates on any of those guys, if you believe any of them are serious.
2: Right. Uh, don't have any any updates now in terms of the, the level of seriousness. So we'll see. Uh, we have to get back home and take a look at those right now. Uh, nothing on any x-ray or anything like that. We do know that. Um, what was the rest of the question? Just about how
3: difficult it was with the moving personnel and all your defenders going out.
2: We were out some personnel groups. We had a tough time getting our field goal group on the field. That was a challenge for us, getting 11 guys on that because sometimes you don't know who's on and off and guys kind of forget. Uh, that was a big challenge for us. But I'll I, I say this. Credit to our personnel. Start with Eric Acosta. I mean, the fact that this team has been through this, really, pretty much almost every game. And I tell you, you look at the NFL, it's, kind of, it's becoming more and more like that. It's a big challenge. And for those guys to come in, and not even bad, and I look at guys like Jeremiah Moon, you don't know Jeremiah Moon. He's out there giving us quality reps, okay? We've got a lot of guys stepping up. Geno Stone, I mean, how well has he played this year? And he's always done it. So I think Eric has done a phenomenal job in terms of doing something that he believes in. He builds a deep football team, and it's really paid off for us so far. Hey,
3: John, um, what are your thoughts on Kyle Hamilton's? First the, the hit and then the
2: ejection. Yeah, I mean, it was helmet contact, so I, I understood the flag. Uh, the ejection uh, wasn't explained to me on the field. They didn't know on the field. So it uh, came from New York, I guess. So I'll, They'll have to explain to us why. That's not something we've seen before. That's a new one as far as I'm concerned.
3: John, yeah, you mentioned um, you know, the kick being massive there. just um, curious, uh, momentum-wise, how big was Geno's interception? Um, at, at that point, he made a nice place in that one.
2: Brian, such a big play. I mean, you have to make plays. You know, I mean, you have to make plays. You can't, you can't go out there and just play perfect and make tackles. If you do that, they're going to move the ball down the field and score eventually, unless they make a mistake. So you got to find a way to come up with a sack. You got to get a sack fumble. You got to knock a ball loose. You got to get an interception. And Geno's had a couple big ones so far this year. So that was a huge play. You're right. John, could
3: John, you just talk about the, the courageousness mm-hmm. that Lamar
4: showed?
2: Yeah, I mean, I just think that he's hung in the pocket. He, he, he got away. You know, he was holding the ball, trying to wait for guys to get open. So he had a lot of patience in the pocket. And yet stepping up and making a couple runs, converted some first downs when we had to have him. Uh, you know, he's, he's not afraid. I mean, Lamar is a very courageous guy. And, uh, you know, you have to I admire him for that.
1: You're listening to the Ravens Press Pass podcast. Here's what quarterback Lamar Jackson said after the dubs.
2: Quite today. Um, what did you make of the atmosphere
6: um, from the British fans and also the traveling Ravens as well? Uh, it was phenomenal. Uh, the atmosphere was crazy. I think I heard a lot of Ravens fans in the crowd. Uh, even though it was Tennessee home, I, I believe our fans went crazy. That's what I believe. Great crazy atmosphere.
7: You know something is a Uber, right? like, There's no denying it. If you know, you know. Um, who's the bigger choice to yourself? Or is it
6: I did. Uh, actually, that's that's funny. Uh, his brother was was great, you know, great. Um, when we was little kids, like even in high school, his brother was. They used to call his brother Joystick, and I told him like you gonna have to steal that name, <laughs> cause you different. You know, we in the lead now, so you gotta take that name from. Come uh, I know you.
3: you know, you'll you'll take wins, however they come. Exactly. But what was kind of the frustration level in the red zone? I mean, you guys for the first three weeks we were talking about how you guys were almost automatic. A, one for six in
6: the red zone. Jameson, I think that's what it was. You guys went to hyping it up a little bit, you know, it changed us a little bit. Um, just keep it down a little bit when we having so much success in the red zone, but uh, we just have to find a way, you know, uh, lock in more. Um, we get we do a great job with driving the ball down the field, but it's like, every time we get there, it's like, we just kick field goals, it's up the top. But we don't need that, you know, protect the ball. The biggest emphasis was we, we caught the ball this week. Um, we drove the ball down the field. We protected it except for that one interception. But um, we got to gotta punch it in. You know, that's going to help our defense out a lot. And they're doing a great job protecting us. you wish that you would have – you ran the ball a lot in red zone. Do you wish you would have made in front of the ball a little bit more in red zone today? I mean, the they defense played great. You know, they, they wasn't giving us no no real chances of making passes. You know, they played great. Um, I wasn't trying to run the ball, um, but it, it was what it was. You know, and we still finished with the field goals. I'm
4: just wondering after studying the week in London, how did you feel entering this game? How did you feel like the guys were entering this game? Uh, did, you, did your bodies feel right? Did you feel like it was a good decision in the end?
6: Yeah, I, I believe it was a great decision for us to be out here early, you know, um, instead of us coming out here, like, you know, last minute and then trying to let our body cope with, you know, what's going on with this atmosphere, this timing and stuff like that. It was a great decision by coaches.
3: Lamar, um, You guys were up 15 at halftime, then they got going a little bit. How did you guys as a team prevent, like, the here we go again from seeping in, and what was kind of the key to kind of turning the momentum back in your favor?
6: Uh, Just lock it in. Um, They got that turnover. Like I said, they got that turnover. Number zero made a heck of a catch. Um, They got that turnover, and they had momentum. You know, they drew the ball down, ended up scoring. A field goal, I believe, Um, but our job was to, you know, stay locked in. Don't let that, you know, overwhelm us just keep standing out there and try to draw the ball down the field and make something happen.
5: Lamar, well, uh, congratulations
4: on the win today.
8: You. Your coach described your performance as one of the most courageous he's seen from you so far. Um, what does it mean when your coach says something like that and just how far
6: do you think you can go this season? Um, it means a lot. Uh, Come from my head coach, uh, definitely. But uh, how far we can go this season, the sky's the limit, um, as I've been saying all season. But we have to finish in the end zone. We need to find a way to score points. And I believe that's what's slowing us down. We, we drive the ball down the field, no problem. It's been happening every, every game. But it's the red zone part, the black zone. We need to find a way to get a p- punch it in, and we'll go from there. Uh, the
0: game, game's obviously becoming more and more global. More and more stars are kind of increasing their profiles mm-hmm. overseas, especially in your position. How important was it for you to come out here to think about and show for the fans?
6: Uh, it was, it was, it was our job to, you know, to um, put on a show for the fans, you know, because basketball has been taking over, um, soccer, football has been taking over, um, but to have the American football to um, put on a great show for the fans and, you know, the people at home, it was tremendous. It was our job to do, and I believe we, we did quite a good job today.
1: That was quarterback Lamar Jackson. We also had a chance to talk with linebacker Patrick Queen. How would
7: you describe the intensity of the game today, playing against the Titans? It's seeming like it's becoming some sort of rivalry between you guys. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, that started before I even got here with Ray and Ed, and then, you know, the stuff that happened in 2019, and then when I came in in 2020, so it was a little bit of history already started, you know, and then coming out here in front of the fans, which were electric, uh, for us being out to the country and stuff, so you definitely could feel the intensity, it was very high. Um, Every play, every snap, it was high intensity.
3: Got, how would you kind of assess You know, how you guys held on despite losing the, the safeties that you did not have such a spot in this defense, but for, for those guys to come in and not really miss a beat, just your thoughts on the, on the back end there? Yeah,
7: uh, that's the way we prepare. Everybody know their job. Uh, we got faith in everybody to come in and do their job at a high level. Uh, shout out to Eric for you know getting everybody that we need. And we just went out there and played football. we got, we all brothers in the locker room. We know we got each other back. All we got to go out there and do is just talk and communicate and just go play football at, at a high level.
3: Hey Patrick, um, what it
7: mean to you, like six sacks in one game, and this keep happening every game? Uh, that's what we preach: uh, getting to the quarterback and um, whoever number we call to go do that job, uh, we expect them to do that job. So when they call my name and expect me to go do my job, I do my job at a high level, and I take a lot of pride in trying to get to the quarterback.
4: Patrick, this, this defense is playing really well. Is is there kind of a mindset developing of, all right, you know, we only need X number of points and, and we'll be able to handle it from a defensive perspective?
7: Yeah, we always say if the offense can't score, they can't win. So yeah, as long as we do our job, keep them out of the end zone, um, you know, we have a good, pretty good shot at winning. And the field goals, that's what we're preaching on now, is just not even letting them get in the field goal range. Uh, trying to take that away. There's a few plays here and there that we could clean up and, you know, shut that down. But for the most part, we're pretty proud of the way we're playing. There's just a few plays to clean up here and there.
3: Patrick, uh, what was kind of
7: your reaction when you saw the officials, you know, say that Kyle Hamilton was being ejected uh, I mean, it's a tough call. I mean, honestly, I, I don't think he should have been ejected. It was the hit kind of vicious. I mean, not really, not intended, but, you know, whatever the, call, the whatever the official made, whatever call he made, you know, we just got to roll with it and just play football at that point. Uh, I mean, I don't see anything wrong. we playing football at the end of the day and he tried to go for the ball and fell down. So, I mean, uh, I know Kyle didn't intentionally try to hit him in the head, but, you know, it's, it's a sport that we play now, so we just got to adapt. Patrick, uh, a lot of guys,
3: there's so much attention on what had happened in London in the past. Which very few of you guys even experienced that? How pleased are you? Just how you guys took care of business all week, everything from the preparation to hitting the win today, and how much did that kind of buoy you guys going forward?
7: Uh, that comes from the guys behind the scene uh, that don't get talked about, equipment, video guys. Um. Nutrition, all that stuff behind the scenes, they take care of us. Uh, They really make our job easy. We don't have to total around a lot of stuff. You know, the traveling was good. Everything was good. Hospitality from uh, all the people at the hotel um, really made our job easy from coming here early, uh, trying to adjust to the time, adjust our bodies, uh, practice on the field, you know, get everything that we need right here. And uh, all the people behind the scenes just made it real easy for us. So special shout out to them.
1: was linebacker Patrick Queen, defensive lineman Justin Matabike, who had a big game for the defense, also talked about the win. Justin, um, also kind
3: of similar across on just asked Patrick Queen just to be able to come here and deal with the schedule and all the changes. How rewarding is it
5: to kind of get the win? Um, it's a good feeling. You know, I feel like uh, special teams, offense, defense, we all were clicking. Um, obviously not the perfect game that we wanted, but rarely is it in that case, so I'm glad we got the win, especially coming all the way from the United States to here and dealing with just the differences and stuff like that. So it was just, it feels good to get a win here. Justin,
3: along those lines, you know, John Harbaugh told us Wednesday about the TV you guys had, about how you are a good team mm-hmm. with the chance of being great. I mean, did today feel like a step forward in that process or was it just kind of more the
5: same? No, definitely not the same step forward. Every time we get a win, I feel like it's a step forward. Um, you know, there's definitely things we need to clean up, but. Definitely step forward in terms of just execution and um, just uh, do, like dominance, especially on defense. So definitely a step forward for sure.
4: Justin, just what was working so well for the pass rush? And for you personally, how much are you enjoying sometimes playing on the edge?
5: Um, I love the edge. Like anywhere on defensive line, like nose, tackle, and I, I, I enjoy it. I just love playing the defensive line, first of all. Second, I just feel like um, on the pass rush, it was just communication. Kyle communicated with me, Jadavion communicated with me, Mike, Brody, Trav, everybody's be on the same page, everybody having the same mind frame in order to attack the offensive line on the opposing team. I feel like that's what uh, helped it, uh, execute at a high level. Uh, Justin, what's
0: it like going up against uh, like Derrick Henry and other than maybe one or one,
5: you guys seem to do a pretty good job at keeping in check today. Yeah, he's a a good, a good player. Definitely one of the uh, favorite players in the National Football League. Um, He gets his respect, but, you know, it was definitely an emphasis um, throughout the whole week to stop him at the line of scrimmage. Uh, He definitely got that good explosive run, but outside of that, I feel like we contained him pretty well.
4: Justin, how would you describe your your experience playing in London in front of the
5: European fans? It was fun. It's definitely more fun when you get a dub, uh, when you get a win, but uh, it was fun, you know, practicing here, you know, seeing the city a little bit and then Definitely uh, focusing in practice to get a win on Sunday is what we plan to do, and that's what we got done. So we're going to enjoy it, you know, but we have a a tough opponent next week too, so.
1: That was defensive lineman, Justin Matabike. And in the locker room after the game, kicker Justin Tucker, who had six field goals on the game, talked about the victory.
4: Pretty cool to to kick six field goals on the international stage and all that. Just can you describe just kind
0: of how cool that is for you personally? Uh, you know it was pretty cool to you know kind of feel the love from the fans you know obviously this is a, a place of the world where they love kickers of balls so uh, being able to put on just a little bit of a show for them was was a lot of fun um, you know our guys did a great job of getting us in position to have those opportunities in the first place Tyler did an excellent job Jordan did an excellent job um, you know so being able to keep the momentum going for for our team in a positive way just by Knocking down kicks was, uh, you know, it was meaningful for us to, toward winning the football game.
3: Justin, some people have talked about the turf a little bit. Was it different kicking on this? this was it a different turf that ever, that, you know, or is it similar to the other turfs that you kicked
0: on? I'm not going to get into all that right now. Just if win or lose, if I complain about something, not that I would complain, but if I were to complain about something it you know, doesn't necessarily mean anything to anybody. So I'll just say, uh I'm happy that we were able to manage the surface and get out of here with a win.
4: I'm just curious, this week of practice, it seemed like the soccer players, you know, the, the youth soccer players were kind of taken watching you kick, like just by how far you can kick and whatever. Like you said, they're kickers of balls, right? Indeed. What, what was it like this week? And did you have any like fun conversations with them about that?
0: Uh, we did, yeah. So probably not necessarily about, you know, Growing up playing soccer or football or whatever, um, one of the one of the funniest conversations I feel like we had all week. Uh, Tyler and Jordan and I had an opportunity to go and watch the U18 Tottenham squad play just a, just briefly during our Friday practice uh, when the specialists weren't involved. We just we walked just walked over to stretch our legs and then kind of happened upon a match and uh, was talking to like a, a couple of the maybe maybe reserve guys or younger guys that were they were spectators for the day. Um, There was one kid who was doing his best American accent uh, while I've just been butchering the English language with my British accent all week. This kid was hilarious. He had had us rolling. He's like, hey, let's go Spurs. Let's get some barbecue after the game, bro. Let's go to Olive Garden. It was was all but uh, that was probably my favorite conversation I had with a, a real footballer while, while we were here.
3: <laughs> how do you feel about the, uh, just like the stadium, like the really enclosed stadium, like the wind factor is really not, did it, did it feel or not overall, like on the kicks?
0: Yeah, um, so we came here on Friday afternoon. The specialists uh, came to the stadium to kind of get the lay of the land and see what the, you know, what the surface was like and how the wind was, uh, what the wind patterns may be in the stadium. And on that particular day, it was a little drizzly, and uh, the wind was kind of like whipping through. Um, even though it, it it does look like it, you know, would be more enclosed. Um, as soon as we walked in, I thought the stadium kind of reminded me of uh, like what Miami's stadium looks like, or what Seattle stadium looks like, where there's like the awnings hanging over all of the ends and the sides. Um, it, what you would think would cut down on you know the wind or the weather or what have you. Um, but uh, you know, thankfully, it kind of held off today, and it was a it was a pretty it was a pretty nice day. Like I was, the one thing I was struggling to do was just stay warm on the sidelines. We're very spoiled when when we're back back in Baltimore. Like if it gets below, I'm I'm probably a little bit more delicate than many of my teammates. <laughs> and I'm just sitting sitting there. Was, I, I we just thing that was just spitting out room temperature. Um, you know, just add that, add that to the list, but I, t- I tell the guys, I tell Tyler and Jordan every week, you know, hey, we're going to face adversity and the measure of us as you know, football players and as men is just how we handle it. So not having heated benches, it was tough, um, but, you know, we're glad to make it out of here with a win. Justin, I, I think you
4: were the only one that was here in 2017. What, what does it mean to have a better performance in front of these fans and get a win this time?
0: Yeah, I know I know there were a couple of guys um, you know and I don't want to miss anybody so I, but I know uh, you know, like Pat Ricard was here right. Mar, Marlon okay. Ronnie. Yeah, right. right. uh, they're, they're a handful of guys so. but um, you know to be able to come out here and I, I think uh, management and you know the powers that be did a great job of managing the week and the travel and all of the all of the stuff that goes into a trip across the pond to play a football game um, I think I think our team did a really good job of handling that and um, yeah, definitely much better result this go around than than the last time, which we don't we don't need to talk about that anymore, all right? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Justin, <laughs>
3: uh, John John mentioned that obviously like kicking before the fourth quarter being huge and kind of giving you guys more of a push and push from your perspective. If you felt that at all, you know, so a bit of a momentum shift earlier and so forth. Did you feel like the game you guys you were... Know,
0: of course, push. of course. Um, we're always tuned into the, the game and the situations that, that could unfold before us. So. Uh, that particular situation, yeah, we know exactly what the, the stakes are. Um, by making that kick, yeah, just like you said, we give ourselves a little bit more of a cushion uh, to let our defenses go out there and you know close out the game. Let our hand team go out there and close out the game. Um, but uh, to, to your original question is like, do you know are we cl- are we kind of? Focused in, absolutely yes. Um, which is which brings me to a very important point. My awareness rating on Madden is, for some reason, very very low, and I think that's the only reason why I might not be like a you know higher rated overall. So, you know maybe by explaining that to you, you know the Madden ratings adjusters can give my awareness rating a boost. I think it's at like a like a 50. It's just abysmal. Maybe it'll maybe it'll be a 52 in honor of Ray Lewis. <laughs> You're listening to the Ravens Press
1: Pass podcast. After the win, safety Kyle Hamilton talked with the media. It was a disappointing game for Kyle personally because he got ejected for a helmet-to-helmet hit in that matchup, but he still was excited about the victory. He talked to the media after the win. I didn't know at first. um,
9: I heard the ref say something. I knew it was a flag. I heard the ref say something. Um, Everybody on the defense started questioning me being ejected. And then looked over, and nobody really told me I got ejected, But you know, just as soon as I kicked out the game. So obviously, tough, my family's here. So it's tough to see them travel all this way and not see me finish the game. Freak um, out. Yeah, it was just
4: you
9: call the refs of aid and gotta live with it. You
4: just described the play. did remember
9: look like it was just it was, it was, it was the biggest direction you had Yeah, I mean, just um, playing middle field the post had eyes on the quarterback. I uh, Saw him throw the ball, driving on the ball, and then turned the receiver. Uh, split second, hit him, tried to get the ball out. Um, you yeah, know, he came up, shaking up, unfortunately. So, praying for him, hopefully he's doing well. Uh, hopefully he's back in the week or whoever he comes back. But, yeah, I mean, like you said, nothing malicious about it. Um, from my perspective, wasn't trying to hurt him, wasn't trying to uh, – do anything bad. Can you
3: get an explanation from anybody about why
9: you did it. Uh, I, like I said, I didn't even know I was ejected. Um, Someone on the defense said it. Um, I asked the refs who were near me, and they said they didn't know what was going on, and, um, and nobody really told me I was ejected as well. So, I mean, obviously I was. But.
3: Like as you're walking up to you, you said
9: something, not
3: to anyone particularly, but just frustration or what was, I guess the? Yeah,
9: I mean, just here the moment, uh, I wish I could take it back right now. Um, I wasn't trying to hurt anybody's feelings or anything. Just obviously disagree with Paul in the moment, not being able to see it back. Um, I do agree that maybe a flag should have been thrown, but I don't know. Like, coming all this way, being over here for a week, having mom, brother come out here, it's my brother's birthday. Yeah, it's just about not being able to finish the game. Have you watched the play like, on your phone? Have you watched it since the game ended? Yeah, I have seen it, have seen it. Um After seeing it, I mean, I, it's the call that was made. Um, it was made 100% of the time, I don't know. Uh, but at the same time, it's the call that was made, so. Uh, don't have real, really any quarrels with the call itself. But I mean, obviously, don't know. And, um, but at the end of the day, the story is not about me. We came out here, we got a win. Uh, everybody's locked in, focus. Shout out to again, another pick. Um, but, yeah, it just goes to show up. DBR is a team. Guys can step in on both sides of the ball, special teams, whatever, and just
1: get the job done. So. Quarterback Marlon Humphrey, who's one of the defensive leaders of this team, talked about the strong showing from the defense.
8: I mean, I think uh, we had some moments, and then we had some not so good moments. But um, i really have to look at the film. It seems like it was, it seems like it was just okay. Um, I think, um, you know, big run, um, me, two two penalties, um, a couple of the guys. So I think um, I, I would just kind of grade it as okay. Um, obviously, I was great to win, but uh, I know my performance was very, you know, subpar. But I think defensively, I, I would. We're not really hanging our heads, but we're not really too excited as well. So, um, okay, we're probably the best way to uh, describe it. What, what do
4: you think of the energy in the fans today, and what does it mean to get a win for those Ravens fans who live abroad or came came abroad?
8: Yeah, definitely huge. Um, I think last time we came, we obviously wasn't it wasn't too fun uh, going back. But um, you know, with my family being in town, they said there was Ravens fans everywhere. So, um, one thing the Ravens fans do is they travel. Um, so, it was really cool to be able to get this win. Kind of get that Steelers slump off us. I know. Uh, I don't think any Ravens fans were too happy this past week. So uh, getting this win, uh, hopefully, can, can we can get our fans back. So uh, I know they didn't go anywhere, but you know we don't we don't like losing to to, to those guys. So to win this game was really big. What is it, what can you say about Geno Stone? He steps in and gets a pick. Just how, how
1: well does he play when he's kind of thrust into those moments?
8: Um, seems like that's that's kind of what he does. Um, obviously, you know we signed him this off season. You know, we knew the great teamer he was, but um, his, his depth, his value um, at, at safety has really shown up huge. Uh, obviously, Marcus being out early on, you know, he's, anytime you can step in and when you've got a free agent signing as big as Marcus and you don't really miss a beat, that's a really, really good thing. So, gina has been playing lights out, and I just uh, hope he keeps it going. What do you say anything to Kyle, you know, when he, tough, tough situation for him to, to get ejected, but do you say anything to him in that
1: moment, knowing how tough that is for him?
8: Yeah, um it was it was I mean it happened really fast. Um it seemed like he was just ejected. Um we were kinda confused. But um you know, talking with him you know, he he'll be playing for free. Um, but um you know obviously you I mean the call is a call, um, but um I, I'm sure he'll he'll bounce back from and he'll be, he'll be fine.
3: In than I'm sure with the outfit, a lot of fans are waiting for the UK version of a victory Instagram Live.
8: Oh, you know, every time I put on an outfit for an away game, I'm always thinking about Victory IG Live. So this will this, – I actually got this in London here. Um, I forgot to tie bow tie, so It was actually – it wasn't tied ever. But we're um, really excited about Victory IG Live, um, UK style. So, uh, so it will be a lot better than the last trip when we just went to sleep. So I think we'll spend about an hour celebrating this one, and then when we land, we'll be back to business. Now,
3: bK said that, you know, because you guys won, it feels like a step forward in that, you know, path to greatness, the, you know, kind of being, going from good to great that John Harbaugh talked about on Wednesday. I guess, what, what's your kind of big picture view of, of this win that maybe, you know, you guys could have won by more, but you got the win and you're going home with the dub?
8: Yeah, you know, I think um, when you, sometimes heartbreak losses can really, you can lose two from that. So, I think, you know, like I said, get, getting that slump off us off from the last one, it's really big. You know, I obviously, obviously didn't play perfect at all, but... Um, this can definitely be kind of a step in that direction, and uh, we just kind of build off this one.
1: Left tackle Ronnie Stanley discussed the win and what it means for this team.
10: Ronnie, is there... Do you,
3: is there a common denominator of the red zone? You know,
10: it's kind of hard to say right now. You know, we'll have to go look at the film and kind of see what's happening, but, um, yeah, I'm not, I can't speak on the common denominator right now.
1: Running from a big picture view, just what does this win mean coming off the Steelers game to come out here and, and get a win against a tough team?
10: Yeah, I mean, it's always great uh, great to bounce back off a loss. And, uh, you know, last week was heartbreaking, to say the least. Uh, we knew we needed to get back on track. And, you know, coming here is going to be a challenge for both teams to, to be able to adapt and overcome. And uh, I'm proud of the guys and the way they handled, you know, everything, all the challenges and coming out here and getting a dub. And we just got to make sure we grow on this and, you know, don't go backwards.
1: There was a lot made of coming out here early, getting out here on Monday and spending the entire week here. What, if any, impact do you think that had once the game started?
10: I think it was a big impact um, to be able to get used to this time zone because, you know, it was probably 9 a.m. our time on kickoff. And I know that's not really a lot of guys are not really up and ready to be violent at that time. So to be able to come and get used to it, I think, definitely helped
3: us. you know. Brian, what do you think the coaches and the leaders on this team, yourself included, did so that a loss to Pittsburgh last week wouldn't beat you guys for a second week in a row, basically. Say that one more time? You know, what did the, the leaders and the coaches on this team do to stave off at, like, any chance of bad the Steelers leaking over into this week? I think we did what we always do
10: is we just come come to work with a singular focus and everyone's just locked in. I think um, us as leaders on the team and we just kind of make sure that everyone has just had that same focus as we did and you know um, just work on the fundamentals or to be catching the ball, holding the ball, holding your blocks, being on the right page and just executing and you know, we had a really sharp week of practice and it showed.
1: You're listening to the Ravens Press Pass Podcast. The Ravens again won 24-16 over the Tennessee Titans in London. And if you want a full breakdown from the game, check out the Lounge Podcast feed. Ryan Mink and I break it all down for you there. We'll be back with you coming up later this week as the Ravens get back to Baltimore. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. We'll keep you updated throughout the week. And also hit the subscribe button over on the Lounge Podcast feed as well. And make sure you leave a rating and a review. Thanks for listening and enjoy the win.